Hi everybody, I'm Ashley Bain, the Business Development Manager here at the Greater Oshawa Chamber of Commerce. And I'm Emma Kasha, the Communications and Marketing Coordinator at the Greater Oshawa Chamber of Commerce. And together we are Chamber Pod! Welcome to another episode of Chamber Pod. As usual, we're here virtually. Emma, I don't know when we'll see each other in person again, maybe soon, by the summer. Hopefully. We are here with our guest today. She's a member of our uh, Membership Advancement Committee, and she is a recent nominee for our Next Generation Award. We'll let her brag about that on the episode. We are here with Jade Calver of Calver & Associates Canadian Immigration Law Services. Welcome, Jade. Hi, guys. Thanks so much for inviting me. Thanks for being on the podcast with us. Great. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Yeah. Um, So for those that don't know your business or the services that you offer, are you able to go in a bit of detail of kind of what you do and what you're able to help people with? Sure. So we're a full service immigration firm. Uh, So I help with everything from temporary residency. So that's study permits, uh, visitor uh, permits, work permits, uh, permanent residency. So that's for business people, individuals and family as well as citizenship, as well as foreign criminality issues. Perfect. So how have you found that? I know with COVID, immigration has kind of been a hot topic. The industry has slowed down a bit. Are you, are you finding that within your organization? Yeah, well, of course, visitors have slowed down to Canada, but it's actually helped a lot of um, you know, our clients in Canada who are here already um, working or studying. Immigration Canada has actually developed a lot of um, COVID-specific programs for our clients. So people who um, might not normally have gotten permanent residency because maybe they, um, you know, uh, Immigration Canada really uh, favors younger people for immigration. So people who are a little bit older in their 40s and 50s who are here working may not normally have, you know, been able to become permanent uh, residents here in Canada. And Immigration Canada has released a few different programs for these people um, because they have said, you know, you're working in healthcare in Canada. We want you to stay. Thank you for all of your efforts. And so just last week, for example, there's a new program where people working in essential and healthcare positions can actually get permanent residency if they've been working here for a year um, in those positions. So it has actually helped a lot of our clients. Perfect. And I know every situation is different, but how long is the process usually coming into Canada if someone wanted to immigrate? Yeah, so it depends under which category they're coming. Um, If you're coming because your family, like if you have a spouse or if your husband or wife is here, it's about a year start to finish. Um, If you're a business person, a little bit longer. It's more of a two to three year um, process. And same thing for students and workers, because usually they'll come as a student or if they have a job here, they'll come on a work permit. And then we transition them to permanent residency. So that's usually a two to three year process as well. Yeah, perfect. Um, Emma, I don't know if you have any questions for Jade before we get into any fun personal ones. 
Well, um, I'm curious if you can answer it, if it's something that you keep track of. Do you know what countries are the most popular to immigrate to Canada? I mean, I had a friend who uh, sponsored his wife uh, come from the Philippines. And I know that that's uh, a number of people come from the Philippines, but my mom actually immigrated to Canada from England uh, in the 80s. So um, I'm just curious if there's a country that's like, you know, more popular than other ones to come to Canada. Sure. So I think the top three are probably uh, China, India, and third, maybe a toss-up, maybe the Philippines, maybe another country. But um, it's interesting, in Durham region, it looks a little bit different. Um, It's funny, when I was having my website done last year, and my web designer said, hey, where... Um, where are your clients coming from? And he assumed it was, you know, China or India or something. And I was like, well, it's actually the United States because of our proximity to the U.S. And so when you think about all of the cross-border work that a lot of our businesses do um, in Durham region, so, you know, immigration, we also we often think of someone coming from far away and they're immigrating here, but it's uh, a little bit less exciting. <laughs> well, I think it's exciting, but maybe um, to the average Joe, it's less exciting because, it's a lot of people coming, um, doing, uh, you know, what we call intra-company transferee work. So people who, um, they're coming and doing uh, work in manufacturing um, or, you know, in different in energy, uh, in the energy sector, and they're coming to Durham region. Um, a lot of the time they come temporarily and then they say, you know what, I want to transfer permanently to Canada. So a lot of people come from the U.S. And then because of our proximity to the U.S., there's also... Um, you know, lots of relationships that form that way too. And so a lot of my, most of my clients are actually from the U.S. Um, and then after that, uh, probably uh, probably India, um, Ontario Tech and Durham College have a, a big Indian student population, which is great for Durham region because, you know, they're working in, you know, the tech sectors and they're staying in Durham region. And Durham region is becoming, as we know, one of the, the hotspots for tech positions in Canada. So it's great that we have students coming here and now staying here and, and working in our region. So, um, yeah, so the United States for me and then after that, India, probably being in Durham region. Did you find um, your applications from the states increased over the last couple of years? For any particular reason? Yeah, so the political situation in the U.S., so that's a really good question. So a lot of my clients are in the United States, but they're not citizens. Like, they're there temporarily. And so a lot of, uh, like, the U.S. actually, because of its political climate, it's great for us, bad for them. They lost a lot of their international students. So it was wonderful for us because they have, you know, their young people, so I say young is 20 to 30, and they have their bachelor's degrees or master's degrees from the U.S., and they can't stay because the U.S. won't give them a green card and definitely wouldn't over the last four years. And so a lot of my clients over the last four years were those um, students who had studied as international students in the U.S. and said, well, I can't stay in uh, I can't stay here. They're not going to let me stay. I guess I'll go to Canada. <laughs> so, you know, a lot of them had never been to Canada and they ended up um, immigrating. And it's interesting because they all, <clears throat> you know, those clients always say, uh, I ask them, where are you going to go? And they've never been to Canada. And they say, well, I'm moving to Toronto or Vancouver. And I go, 
have you looked into, I know that you're going to have a, you know, you're a very sought after candidate, but have you looked into cost of living in those cities? <laughs> and they, and especially if they have a family already, they start to think about it. And then I say, have you looked into Durham region? Like, you know, if you're looking, you know, especially if they're there in their, 30s and they have the family already and they want the house and the safe neighborhoods and the schools and I say well maybe consider Durham region because I think it's more what you're looking for um, I don't think you want to be in Toronto with the lifestyle that you're wanting to be and maybe the square footage that you're looking for either yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> if you have a couple kids yeah Jade's like the uh, personal recruiter for Durham region yes yeah, yeah, no, right? well it is and it's interesting um just going back i Durham, uh, Durham College hire me, but it's interesting because they're very reputable and employers really like the um, students who go there. And I find the internet, my clients are international students who go to Durham College and Ontario Tech. They, um, you know, they're really sought after as, uh, you know, as candidates. And my clients have a really great experience at those schools. It's, you know, you get the full Canadian experience going to those schools, you know, and you still have that, um, you're still connected to Toronto, but without being like in the heart of Toronto. So, you know, they get to actually meet Canadians. It's not just all international students. And so they have a really great experience and, and those schools really cater to those international students and make sure that they have a positive experience. So I think it's a win-win for everyone. Yeah. Do you see in like your opinion, there being a rush once travels open and the borders open up of people wanting to immigrate in? Yeah, I think so. A lot of, um, you know, we close the borders to visitors, which is obvious, like for obvious reasons, and I support it. Um, but we often, the general public thinks um, of these visitors as tourists, but a lot of them are business people. So we call them business visitors in immigration law. And so they're coming into Canada to do site visits for business meetings, to meet, you know, have strategic meetings, like to hopefully open a business or a branch of their business. And so I think that there are a lot of people on hold right now. I, I say that because I know them who are trying to start a business in Canada who want to do the site visits, especially if it's something that they're physically making or have to do, like if they have to like open a factory here, obviously they want to do a site visit before they, they invest their money. So um, I think that, yes, of course, we'll see the tourism, but I think we're going to see an uptick in business creation as soon as those borders reopen because people are, 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 you know, waiting on with bated breath to, to open their businesses. So I work, for example, with the Spark Centre in um, Oshawa a lot. And they have a program which is called the Startup Visa Program. And so they help foreign, it's mostly um, innovative businesses. So they, they're usually tech businesses that are trying to come to Durham region and start a business from abroad. And, and so most of those people right now, they can't come to Canada because they, they would only be a visitor. Um, so, you know, just with the Spark Center alone, we have a lot of businesses that are ready to start their business here. So they're waiting for those borders to reopen so that they can, can get, uh, get started. I feel like Jade's gonna have a really busy fall and winter. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it has been busy. It's been busy, and we weren't really sure what was going to happen um, with COVID. It was a little bit scary when you're in immigration and they're closing the borders last year. 
And um, it's actually been very busy because people still need to immigrate, right? Like the, the businesses who can't find the Canadians with the, the specialized talent to work, like they still need the people to come, right? And then they can't figure out how to do it, especially during the COVID border restrictions. So it's been a busy year, uh, nonetheless. That's, I mean, good thing for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I know that you are a new-ish mom. Yes, yes. So I had a little girl in the fall in September. Um, so she's just almost eight months now. So I am a new mom, an entrepreneur, which um, is, you know, uh, as you know, a bit of a roller coaster, but a good one. So. And how yeah. was uh, being pregnant in the pandemic? I feel like that's a hot topic for a lot of people. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't have to, like, go. I was supposed to go to, like, three weddings that summer, which, you know, bad for them, of course. But I'm very much looking forward to going to their weddings next year, hopefully. Um, But as a pregnant person, I didn't really have to, like, go anywhere that I normally would have had to uh, go to in person. So it was a little bit, you know, obviously it's a bit scary because the the ever, you know, the pandemic is obviously on your mind with, you know, that – that being a real threat but obviously um there's also the benefit of not having to go anywhere see people when you're very pregnant so that was a little bit nice i was gonna say you can take advantage of the open bars now when they redo those weddings yeah exactly <laughs> uh emma i don't know if you have any final questions um not really i mean it's very interesting learning about um you know immigration in general because like i know people who have done it it's uh I think it's uh, become a bit of a booming business over the last couple of years, uh, for sure, given the advancements in our education system. And like when my mom immigrated, it was a, you know, the internet was a thing, but it wasn't as big as it is now. Like everything was done by snail mail and uh, it was, it was a big process. Whereas now I think it's probably, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I think it's probably gotten a little bit easier um simply because of the ease of access of information yeah for sure and i think it's more well the whole demographic and the policy around immigration has completely changed like obviously before there was always that need for immigrants but it was a slow trickle and now canada realizes because none of us are having four or five children each that we need those skilled immigrants so canada is in competition you know with a lot of other developing, you know, developed countries to to attract the best and brightest, right? Because it's, we don't have enough people for every 10 jobs. We only have, what, I think eight or nine Canadians, right? So it's, um, it's definitely, uh, you know, we're in a race to compete with other countries and, and cities across Canada. It's, it's interesting because we don't think about it. The average Canadian maybe doesn't think about it, but you know, cities themselves, including Oshawa, are going out there to promote themselves as the place for for business, especially businesses, like foreign businesses, to invest and grow, um, but also people to come. And because, you know, the businesses create jobs um, in our in our communities. So I think it um, I think the future is bright in Oshawa for immigration. And again, we, as I, I keep talking about the the schools, but we have those wonderful resources there that are, you know, getting the immigrants while they're young. So we're getting them when, in their, when they're in their twenties, so they, you know, feel that attachment to the city. So I think that um, Oshawa is doing a great job, and I'm excited to see what happens in the next ten years um, in the city. And how uh, do people get a hold of you if they want to reach out to you and learn more about uh, your business? 
Sure. So I am online at calvertimmigrationservices.com. And I also have a YouTube channel where I talk about uh, recent immigration um, updates and policy. Um, and that's just under my name, Jade Calvert. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule as an entrepreneur and a mother for joining us on the podcast. Yeah. Well, until next time, I'm Ashley Bain. I'm Emma Kasha. I'm Jade Calvert. And And this is Chamber Call.